Hello, motherfunkers. Hello, muddy funsters. I'm sounding very sexual, but I don't look it or indeed feel it. You, Shelley, you? Yeah, not so sexual. Not, <clears throat> not so sexual this end. Not so sexual. We're recording remotely. We are. And I've, I've got, got the mic co- to work. I've, I've got the COVID. Oh, it, yeah, you do. I keep, yeah, I keep yeah, forgetting. Yeah, I'm very stoic about it. Because you underplay it. No, because you say it's a really, really, really teeny tiny faint line. It's just so faint. It doesn't exist. It's so faint. How you it feeling? Exist. Um, I'm okay. It's, it's, it's. The problem with um, any sort of uh, virus with me is that it affects my vestibular. So then I get imbalanced, dizzy. Last night I had a vertigo attack. That's why I thought, oh gosh, I bet I got it. Let me just, just for for our audience members there. um, My son, my three-year-old, rife at nursery, caught it, came home, gave it to his sister, three-month-old. The three-month-old gave it to me because we're literally glued together. She's permanently got her big juicy lips against my big plump breast. And we kiss a lot. We make out a lot. So it was bound to happen. It's bound to happen, Shirley. And you know, you're unwilling, no, you're willing, willing rather, um, had it before, well, she had it after Crimbo. So you were bound to get it, you know? Yeah, it was coming and she's she's holding coming the around. fort. She's, um... Snakes and ladders out there, Shelley. It's snakes and ladders. It really is. It really is. And what's so annoying is at least you did the whole family in five days. What's happening over here is we're doing a relay race. One recovers, runs, passes the baton, gives it to the other. Yeah, so, you that's know, a weeks, that's, weeks a, that's a month gone. That's out of your gone. life. And we've already had two years lost. Goodness me. Goodness me. Um, what are you using for your son's bottom at the moment? Are you on um, wet wipes or just normal tissue? Tissue, but, but when it's a really greasy number, I then go, wait, hold there. I'll go and get a wet wipe. We're trying to really minimise the amount of wet wipes we use for the environment. So he'll take uh, one, maximum two wet wipes, but I do toilet paper. What do you do? Fine. Well, at the moment, just the only reason why I've gone straight to bums really, really quickly, ladies and gents, and those who identify as others, is because we've discovered safe to flush moist tissues by Narratra. And um, I use it on my toddler and now myself. It's really lovely. So it's worth investment. But I just don't quite believe that you can flush them, but apparently you can. So I've Are they sustainable? It. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Give me the name again. Natra Care. N A T R A C A R E. Natra Care. Natra Um Okay, I've written that down because I will. I will invest. I have a question for you. Please. What would you say? And there are there are lots of challenges here. But what would you say has been the biggest challenge having a second child? Biggest challenge having a second child. Well, the juggle. I mean, the first, I think having the first child is a real shock to your system. You just have never known it and you don't realize how relentless everything is and that your body is never your own and your time is not your own and everything you do is ultimately not for you. So that is a huge shock. And by your second, you're just literally, I mean, I feel run ragged at the moment. You're just knackered, aren't you? You're just completely in a, you're in a, I'm like a zombie. My neck, my back. My pussy and my back. Um, all of them are gone. All of them are completely or, or knackered crack. or just broken. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It does feel like that. It What's, does feel like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. So my my thing is, I think it's bigger shot not to one than one to two. You? Well, my biggest, and I, no one really prepared me for this, but my biggest challenge has been my son. Um, if he could just chill out a bit, then I think we could find some sort of harmony because the youngest is no problem. She just does. But he's never been chill. He's never been chill. uh, I know, but he can't just constantly maul his sister. He's either deep throating her or hitting her. I know, but 
because we've all been in with COVID, there has to be times when I've got both kids because the winning partner has to do some work. Oh my God, you've got to do childcare with me. I know. <laughs> and so I think uh, the other day, yes, was it yesterday? I spent in total about three hours breastfeeding on my feet and that was really tough. And already, yeah, you know, the neck and my back and she's getting heavy now. And I just thought, and every time I go, shall I put her down and we can be nice? And he goes, yeah, let's be nice. It puts her down on her. And I go, well, you can be nice. Good, right, up again. And it's kind of- you put her in one of those breastfeeding mad. slings that you were talking to me about once. I, I do know what you mean. I mean, I do put her in those things, but still, it's, it's, it's a pressure on the back. It's a lot. Isn't it? Listen, There's, I can do it. When you're just constantly standing and then you have to sort of play with him remotely, just with direction. And he's really intense. He loves a one to one, nothing more. Um, so I'm finding that a bit. I find that Why are you not whacking in front of the old television? Well, he he does. He he's been watching lots of movies actually. Uh, movies, he can't, okay. He can't watch, yeah, because that means that my winning partner gets a good hour and a half stint. Um, but he can't just be in front of the box all day. Um, have you have you read Philippa Perry's um, the book you wish your parents had read? The first one, yeah. I didn't read. Yeah. I haven't read the second one. Um, what is there the the book you wish your parents have read number two, or is it just another book she's written? What Don't worry, I went. This? I only work with colours. What colour is yeah, what's... Orange with the blue bind. It's the first, it's her, it's it's, it's old. The original. It's, yeah, yeah, she's done, a, she's done The original, one. the best. Well, I never got round. I was I was gifted it before I had the first and, you know, I'd, I'd read segments, but because we've been having so many challenges, what with the, the second coming, um, my winning partner just read it, blitzed it in half an hour. And then she said, you don't need to read it. I'm just going to do a synopsis like York Notes. So she just then wrote three pages out for me, just highlighting the 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 main points which is just great um I mean it's a bit lazy means that I don't you don't have to read I read so you don't have to but you know one thing that made me sad when I was going through my highlighted things and I think this is um my wedding partner did this just for me but she says I do not recommend playing or checking emails on your phone in front of a young child for long periods of time not only will you I know quite not only will you be depriving them of contact you will be creating an empty space inside them that really broke my heart. Now, I, I'm not always on the uh, toilet. Now, I'm not always on the phone, but I've always got a child on me. There's just no way I can't. I, I do both. It just made me so sad and I can see it actually. But creating an empty uh, space inside your child is a, a, a real new low for me. And I'm guilty Absolutely. of it. Um, I hate to interject, but my um, baby, five months, who's... Oh, I, I can see him. He's just asleep on our spare room. Yeah, darling, I'm just in the middle of a podcast, BT. This is the problem, isn't it, about having two, is that you're never hands-free. You're never alone. Darling, it's okay. Mummy's just recording a podcast. And she's managed to get the microphone working, so I can't leave it. Huh? What do you say? What do you say? I reckon, I reckon he's doing quite good. He's enjoying. He's enjoying. He's not bad. He's actually not bad. Am I going to have to pick you up? Welcome to your life, Shirley. Welcome to your life. I've got to talk to you about Lucian. Do you know Please. anything about Lucian? Are you okay, serious? One I, I'm going to get my son. Do I know about Lucian? No. Lived in Lucian with the ex-boyfriend's mum. Do I know Lucian? And um, did I lose my V plates in Lucian? That's the question. Can I just no. say, Borough of Greenwich, it was. My sound will be less good because I'm now further away from the mic. Is my sound less good? No, it's good. Is my it's good. Okay. One thing I've noticed amongst my friends who have had two, apart from myself, everyone who's had two moves moves to Lucian. Not had decided not to give their child the dummy the second time round. Yeah. Whereas I didn't give my dummy my, I didn't give my son my dummy in the first time round but I am on the second and loving it it's not funny you don't my other friend doesn't yeah well the thing is 
for, for me personally, my, my son just loved it so much that we couldn't wrench it off him. And it was disastrous trying to get it off him and yeah, that's tears. Why. Yeah. So some just let it go. And that's great. If you're in that category, you're going to have a lovely time because it really does buy you so much quiet and so much, um, you know, it, it gets them to sleep. It, I think it's great on so many levels. But when you try to get it off them, yeah. And you see with each child is different. You see, my second one didn't really need it. She doesn't cry in the same way. My, uh, my first did not stop crying. The only way I could stop it was by plugging something in. Normally your nips, your, your big nip knobs. Your big nip knobs. But if you can try and extract it before one. Oh, look at him there. Still a ginge. Still a ginge. Still a ginger. And also he does a bit like Gaza at the moment because my husband keeps putting him in these sort of oh, Chelsea he- all in ones. He's Not, a I don't know if Gaza bit, paid for he's Chelsea. A little bit more attractive than Gaza. Tottenham, didn't he? Spurs. Oh no, Spurs. let's not. Hey, how about no, no, no? You know what? It's quite funny. I think it was Spurs, but it could, it's like last week when we were saying Sue McGrath. Her name is obviously Sue Gray, and the fact that we did got that wrong. I mean, all everyone's been talking about is Sue Gray. And we go, is it? I think it was me. Goes, isn't her name Sue McGrath? No, we've got a friend called Cat McGrath. No, we're confused. <laughs> just really quickly to clear up the Philippa Perry thing can I just say it's the book you wish your parents had read and then the other one is the book you wish your parents had read and your children will be glad that you did oh no no don't no don't embarrass yourself further it's the same book the book you wish your parents had read in parentheses and your children will be glad you did is the same it's the one (laughs) and same okay oh please why did you go back to it you were okay (laughs) can we edit this producers no 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 but why have they got a different color they're different colored book one's a sort of turquoise another one's orange or they're just different countries that's fine that's fine okay goodbye thank you thank you let's talk about lucian Oh, yeah, we were you, you touched on Lucian and then. Oh, happened? yeah, just really quickly, because I'm just obviously now I don't have hands free. OK, Lucian's year as London Borough of Culture launches today with day one. OK, so there's a film. Can't read it now because I can't actually look at my phone. Parallel Mothers. Parallel Mothers. No, but listen, oh. Lucian is really it's Lucian's year and it's coming to its own. There's a film being made about it. Yeah, We Are Lucian, a new film by Daniel Frampton featuring the borough's residents will light up the borough with large-scale projections to celebrate its diverse communities. That's today. Everything's happening in Lucian. It's a big year for it this year. They've got loads of money pumped into it's it. It's about You're wish time. you didn't sell all those houses after all, Shirley. Gosh, why why did I sell up in Lucian? Uh, no, um, it's, it's, it's about time. It's been on the cards forever. Um, Rolls and Rems. Love it. Rolls and Rems. Rolls and Rems, the haberdashery. Still there. Haberdashery. Um, what else is the other one? We buy, we sell gold, still there. And then the um, what's that shoe shop called just on the corner? Buy right or shoe no, shoe shoe fair? Shoe express, shoe fair, <laughs> shoe fair. <laughs> yeah, buy one, get one free. Always, always a built up hill, always a court shoe. <laughs> stack, stack hill, stack hill, um, and always $7.99. No matter, oh, year, no matter the season. Loving Lucian, loving Lucian, hashtag loving Lucian. Have you seen that the M&M characters, M&M, those little chocolate-covered peanuts, have, have got all woke and progressive? Have you seen? No, have you heard? I, no, I haven't. So you know the characters. They've got them in all the colours. And the, the green yeah. one's quite slutty. She's always in a pair of, like, white leather knee-high boots. And she's got really long lashes. And she's always flirting with them um, or fighting with the brown um, M&M, who's also a woman in high heel stilettos. Well, sure. they want to get all woke. So now they've put the, um, the tart in in the knee-high boots, in sneakers, sneakers, yeah. and they put the brown one, they've taken her down from a stiletto, they've downgraded her to a kitten heel, okay, because they want to reflect um, the sort of 
the average woman a bit more and to stop being so do you know what I mean gendered like that that you know they are after all just a chocolate peanut but what's funny is that <laughs> I know it's so, so so ridiculous but what's funny is that the fox host Tucker Carlson you just know from a name like that that he's going to be an ass Tucker. but he yeah. Tucker he's yeah, a fucker. Tucker so it's not going to yeah, suck itself no it's it? not going to suck itself exactly and he just says he says M&Ms will not be satisfied until every last character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any of them. That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, we've achieved equality. And I just think. Is he being sarky? No, not even. He's furious with them, um, Mars, the makers of M&Ms. He, he, he had the hots for the, um, the peanut in the, in the big boots with the heels. No, he's furious. That's he's it. That's, furious. That was his. Yeah, wow. Who wears heels these days anyway? When was the last time you put on a pair of heels? Well, quite. Exactly. I don't think women in this day and age, especially not in my Southwest zone, really wear heels. I just don't. I think no, now... In are, your are Southwest zone, they're all in, always in a ballet pump. Ballet and pump a, and a blazer. Or a really, a really grotty trainer that costs a lot of money, like those golden goose that I wear. They look like they've been in the garage for 55 years and actually they cost over £300. That's what I'm talking about. People don't really wear heels anymore. Do you know what I mean? No, no, but it's old, old school assholes like Tucker. I, I, who, you know, you have to say it in an Australian accent, don't you? Tucker, Bush Tucker, that want all their babes, you know, in heels, tits out, hair, grooms, you know, those days are over, my friend. Do you want to hear this tweet? Tweet Go of the week. Then. My unwilling, willing sent this to me, it made me laugh. Okay, so it says, ready for the maddest news of all, some friends of ours, comma, a happily married couple, comma, do not have sides of the bed. What? Do not have sides of the bed. I roger you, but yeah. what do you mean? Apparently, that's what happens. This couple do not have sides of the bed. Can you imagine? I mean, it was really funny comments after that. People saying, listen, even my cat has a side of the bed. I've been single for 35 years. I still have a side of the bed. I mean, it's very funny, isn't it? Where do you put who piles what book where? I mean, I'd, I'd be furious if my side of the bed was taken up of an evening. What's on your, your side of the bed is just covered in size I've seen all your oils, your lotions, your potions. <laughs> I've got, and I'm by the waters, door. Different like, types of waters. I like easy access to the loo. I've got lots of space. I've got bedside table and I've got the crib there. No, my willing partner is stuck right to the, um, the wall. We think the cleaner's a homophobe because she always moves the bed towards the wardrobe. So the willing partner has no way to get out. And then we have to always pull the, the bed back. What? Obviously she sleeps next door. Oh, these days, yes. Yeah. We've got her a little Japanese um, rollout uh, single mattress so she can put it down. It's like a yoga sleeping. mat. Is it just like yeah, a Yeah, basically, she's mat. been sleeping on a hard floor next to my son for three years. I mean, three months. You know why, came. though? My son's the same. See, my son comes. Is it because he comes in in the middle of the night? He won't. No, he refuses to come in. We must to go, go to him. He loves his room. He won't come into ours. It's really sad. Never. Not say I want uh. that. We tell our son just to do one. Ours comes in at three in the morning. He gallivants in like a sort of comatose springbok and then like jumps in between us. But the worst thing is his arms and legs go everywhere to an extent where last night at 4 a.m. his little mini but very heavy heel kept knocking my vagina. And if it wasn't knocking my vagina, it was knocking my bladder. And I said to my husband, just get him out. You've got to sleep in his room with him and just make sure. I cannot four in a bed every night. No, 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 no. And you're big. You're all, you're big people. We're big people. It's a super king, but still. This little piglet, what, what needs to go to market? He's in with me the entire time, aren't you? Aren't you? He's so I quiet know, and yet still so present. I know, no. they know what they're Staring doing. The they know what they're doing. They want they a big warm waterbed with two voluptuous breasts bouncing on top and, a, and a, a legitimate heartbeat. Not one of these that comes out of you and the sheep. They know no. the difference. 
That's the thing. But um, I'm getting never sleep training, but I was told, and I think it's very good. I was told unless you have 14 clear days to actually see this through, there's no point starting it. So I don't have 14 clear days. I'm just literally going from day to day, just trying my best. So um, when I do have 14 clear days, I'm going to start some sleep training because I started very late with my firstborn and um, it didn't do very much. Too much, too young. Not enough, too late. You sound too much. Much too young. Now you're married with a kid when you should be having fun with me. I've got a question for you. When was the last time you went to the cinema? The Cinemare. I went to the Cinemare when he was um, six weeks old and we watched James Bond and he sat there staring at the screen the entire time. I didn't think much of Bond this time. There was no sex in it. The women weren't, the, the women who were good weren't in it enough. And he just looked absolutely knackered. Yeah, best, best. So that but, was the last time. Okay, so that, not that long when, ago, really. No, you? no, no, no. When's the last time you went as an adult without children? As an adult without children? Oh, I so, sorry, I know it's a strange way to put that question, but, you know, we're not going to, like, scream showings at the local cinema with your child. Like, it's a long time, isn't it? I really can't remember, yeah. No, well, I was trying to work out mine, because, yeah, sure, I went to see Paw Patrol at the um, Playhouse, but... Um, when I last went to see a proper movie with adults was with my ex, my ex-boyfriend's mother. We went to see Crazy Rich Asian just to take you Oh, back. yes. And, um, Crazy and, Rich um, Asian. Asians, uh, I think it is. Uh, <laughs> You're so just, my mother. Just the one. Just the one. Just the one, the one Crazy Rich Asian. Um, and, um, oh, yeah. But, but I was thinking about the cinema because today, today they're releasing Parallel Mothers with Penelope Cruz. Have you heard about it? Obviously, no. I haven't seen it, and I'm not going to see it until they start streaming on, you know, the um, streamers. But it's a, um, it's with Penelope, and I just love her. I can't believe she's playing someone in her late 30s and she's 47. There's hope for you yet. Journey. She looks good There's though, doesn't she? Yet. And it's by, it's by, uh, oh, she does. She's hot, she's hot biscuit. It's Pedro Almodovar, and um, basically, it, it, it's have a, you really not heard of him before? No, no, but I get, I get, you know, of course I've heard Almodovar. of him. He's the one who did volver. He did volver. Again but, with Penelope Cruz. But, but it's, it's different when you see something than when you try to say it out loud, is it? Sí. Um, basically, it's about um, two single mums. Um, there's baby swap and it's how they both confront motherhood. And it's been getting, well, five stars from The Guardian, Empire, Independent has given it four and um, Rotten Tomatoes, 97%. So I think anyone out there, if you have an opportunity to go to a cinema, Mothers, but you padres. can sometimes take your baby to these it's a scream things, yeah. But th- they won't necessarily be showing that, will they? They'll be showing, no. oh, in fact, you know, the last thing I looked for, um, it's a scream was a film called Cow about cows, about milking cows, about mm. this sort of tragic life of a cow. Um, and I thought, you know what, I don't need this at 10 o'clock in the morning, I've probably had a hard night. There's absolutely no, there's no way, so no, you're right. Andrea Arnold, you know, that quite very good, quite dark director. Yeah. I thought I don't need to go and see a film about a cow, a documentary about a cow. But thank you. OK, recommended to go and see, but we're not going to get um, tickets for love nor money. People have been saying worth selling your grandmother to get a ticket. It's called One Woman Show. Have you heard about it? No. It's called think- One Woman Show, written and performed by Liz Kingsman. And people are going crazy for her. She's at the Soho Theatre at the moment. My husband was telling me about it. And as he was reading about it, I actually got wound up because I thought, gosh, I'm really, really jealous. It sounds amazing. Apparently, she five stars across the board. She is phenomenal. Um, and it's apparently a sh- one woman show about or show within a show. And she's hilarious. Very good performer. Excellent. Really right on point. 
can't bear it. How are we going to get to see it? Are you? That's what I was going to say. Are you jealous because you want to yeah. go and see it or because you want to be that one woman in that I want to be that it? one woman. Oh, listen, I've got no doubts. If I want to go and see a show, I'll go and see a show. Don't worry about that. I've got tickets for Cabaret in a couple of weeks' time. Lovely. Really calm. And calm. Um, only three and a half hours, apparently. And you'll def- you'll, if you haven't had COVID, you're going to get it in there. But I don't mind because I have just had it. So actually, it's fine. Who's um, the round. after you, Bairn? Oh, actually, probably my brother. Oh, he's a good salt. He is, he's a good salt. Or maybe my very good childminder who lives on my road. And she's um, wonderful. If anyone wants details and they live in the southwest area, let me know. She's my childminder twice a week. <laughs> You kindly gifted my daughter uh, a nice onesie from the um, Science Museum. Yeah. And um, um, I hadn't... Where is this going? Well, wait for it, wait for it. I hadn't put her in it because uh, she's been too small. But do you remember when you came round and, you know, your youngest didn't stop vomiting and he was just vomiting? We both have... Both our youngest do not stop vomiting. I don't know what it is, but they just vomit the whole time. So you did about five changes. You ran out of all yours. (laughs) Ran out of all mine, and I said, "Oh well, why don't you take this? You gave it oh, no, should be I'm the right scared. size." Is this going? No, no, no. It's gonna... okay. It's okay. It's okay. And uh, and you, and I said, "No, yes, but it's nice and new." I'm like, it doesn't matter. What it comes out in a wash, it all comes out in a wash. Oh, oh, that it did all come out in the wash. <laughs> I went to put her in it today, just before we recorded. Shies and all around the popper area. Oh and what's no! So, no but what's so funny? What's so funny is that you don't even say anything. And I just thought, imagine if, like, I lent you my Eugene clots. <laughs> like, I lent you my Eugene clots. You returned them. They had shies and all around the gusset, all you know, blood or something. You'd say, you'd say something. I they were in quite good. <laughs> you'd say something, wouldn't you? Because they're babies and they shit everywhere. We just don't even say anything. I should have put them on oh, a hot wash. No, you should have put them on a hot wash. But I'm glad you didn't. It's good for the environment. No, I just pop <laughs> and I go. That's um, that's your youngest's um shite all over there. That's no problem. I didn't care. But had it, had it been my Yeah, quality control goes completely out of the window, doesn't it, with your second? You just don't care. Sorry about that. No, I laughed out loud. I laughed out loud. I didn't care. First I get the hemorrhoid (laughs) drops and then you give back a shizen onesie. Um, I've got a question for you. Go on. What song slash album reminds you of your youth? Um, Jason Donovan, Too Many Broken Hearts. Really? Yeah. How old were you though? I was really, really young, and um, I'm trying to remember the age. It was my first, my first tape, and I remember that I had to dig up the whole bed in the garden, the rose um, bed. And my mum said, "If you dig that, you can have whatever you want." And I just wanted this cassette, Jason Donovan, "Too Many Broken Hearts." It's when it's got the white shirt with the red background, yeah, and um, it, they were about five pounds at the time. And it was my first, and I'll never forget it because I would just listen to it over and over in a stolen Walkman that my mother bought off the back of a lorry with big orange headphones all night. And I can, I, I know the tracks, I know them all by heart. It's amazing. Loved it. How about you? Well, that's great. See, I thought it would be something like Madonna, the Immaculate Collection, because that was one of my first. That, that was also um, another one that I had on tape. tape shortly after. But you never forget your first. You never forget your first. So I think it probably was my first. Although, you know, for years we listened to Sade, Fleetwood Mac, whatever my parents listened to. But um, actually, I remember when my firstborn was, he was about two or three days old. And it was like the first 20 minutes I had by myself. And I went and had a bath and it felt very odd just to be away from him for, you know, whatever, 15 minutes. And um, I heard on the radio downstairs, they were playing Oasis, slide away, slide away, give it all you got. And I remember just bursting into tears. And I think actually, weirdly, Oasis 
does remind me of you know I don't know the early 90s being at school so actually yeah. I was more yeah. sort of connected to it than I thought I would be but yeah. I didn't yeah it's weird yeah. do it's you weird. find that those songs make you sad because I find yeah. that when because I listen just to those of that sound like I'll sit down I'll sit down I'll sit down sit down, sit down next, next next to me. Me. and yeah. just where I was at that time which was way before even boyfriends or even girlfriends, girlfriends. Where, where even you know girlfriends didn't even come until my 30s but you know certainly it's just scary boys from the local schools but all that stuff that you know your mates and it was just it's just so another time that you can't even yeah. you don't even know that girl anymore and you want to talk to her but she's she's long gone that virgin's long gone that virgin left the building <laughs> long gone Shelley always talks about because you know it's funny because as you know I didn't lose my virginity until I was in my fifth early 40s and all she ever talks about is how old she was when she loses her virginity it's very funny I saw a photo of myself recently and um, it was sent by my friend at school where I had such a hairy face it was so sweet like my hair was so dark and so thick I wonder if I can show you a photo, but also do you remember how you used to take the piss out of me when I used to go and get my face waxed and I used to go get my eyebrows done and then my face would be, um, my tash and my eyebrows would be so oh, yeah, yeah. red for the whole day. Do you remember? But you take the and, course I do. You don't do that anymore, do you? Don't do what? Wax your tash or do no, your brows. It doesn't grow back anymore. I'm too no, old for that. I'm no, like a woman I've... in her fifties. It doesn't grow back. Once you do it a few times, it doesn't grow back. I'm trying to show you this photo because I think you've gone absolutely howl with laughter. Okay, I don't know if you can see this. Oh my gosh, you're so young. Is that just a so sheet, of, so, sheet of? You're going to have face. to describe it to the to the audience out there. Oh my gosh, it's like a Modigliani sort of. She looks very pensive, and you look really, really um, sort of dark, like um, very, very like Asian. Frida Kahlo. Yeah, yeah. That's that's you, your hair is jet black. Your skin yeah. is following suit. I mean, it looks like it's covered in soot. Your eyebrows are thick and dense, and you're yeah. wearing our school uniform, and you've got a really sad money box parting wrapped up in a bun, and you're looking down. At but I look, you look innocent, so pensive though, don't I? and sad. Yeah, pensive. I also sad. think I look a lot like my son, or my son looks like me. <laughs> Now listen, what's your dead duck? Oh, let me start my let me start with my winner winner. My winner winner is the fact that I got paid today. My dead duck is the fact that I think that's the last paycheck for at least uh well for a while. Yeah. Bittersweet. All change, please. All change. All change. Other all change. How about come. you? Close one door, another will open. Exactly. Um, I hope so. Inshallah, inshallah. My dead duck is that, you know, before we knew we had COVID, I went to my cousins. I only have one family here one cousin uh, made the huge mistake of um, leaving Jordan and coming and moving to Northampton um, and uh, every now and then I ring her up I said prepare yourself I literally ring up and I say prepare yourself we are coming in your house which means lay out the banquet never once and she does and she does we've invited her once to our house and that was when I just given birth and <sighs> she came she brought food enough for the week she cleaned my house she made baked cookies and looked after my children that was her one invitation. We go over there. She rolls out the red carpet, feast upon feast upon feast. She gives us beautiful hospitality. We give her COVID. Two of her children are down and she's counting. I can't bear Shit, it. So she's been over already and you gave her COVID? Yeah, we because we, that was the one outing we made. But she's like, don't worry, it's a virus. It will get out despite your government's wishes. She's very chilled about it, but you know. They're also, really, it's they're true. Really if it's not you, it's the next man. Better the devil you know is what I say. Better the devil you know. Devil you know. And me winner, winner. Oh, me winner, winner. I have to say, oh my gosh. Oh. I had a massage last week. So the kids bought me a massage for Christmas and um, I took it up. And I have to say, sure, she had a, it was a local massage because you can't these days go into town, can you? Hour there, hour back. Can't back, go to about. Mayfair when there's you a can, pandemic on. No, you can't go to Mayfair when you've got no childcare. 
Um, so it was just down the road. So she had a limp hand, but I didn't care. I was alone in the dark being fondled by a stranger. That hasn't happened for a very long time. And, One minute, um, sorry, she came to you. No, no, no. It's just down the road. There's a, a oh, salon, but it's, you know, it's not cow shed. And I have to say that that was my winner winner. I highly recommend it. Just silence. Just it was absolute silence. Heated bed. I was just warm. I was cozy. It was dark. There was sound of whales. There was a candle burning. Well, it's funny you should say that. The sad thing is, ladies and gents, is that Shelley and I, obviously, our first gig of this year and indeed probably last year has been cancelled because Shelley and I can't get together to rehearse. So we're no longer doing our gig on Sunday. But the, um, the silver lining to that is the fact that actually I have booked myself a massage tomorrow afternoon. Oh, lovely. I, I should really go and see an osteopath. But no, I'm going for a massage. I'm going oh, for lovely. a Thai massage in the dark. Whale music. Yes, please. Hopefully they won't I use anything good. Just cheap old, cheap old baby oil. Johnson's at that. Come out in a rash, but who cares? How a thai, that's pretty brave. A Thai massage when you've sort of breastfeeding and recently given birth. I find oh, it really? quite abrasive. I, I, I said I wanted really, I said I want firm but gentle as she's laughed in my face and hung up. They just, we'll crack, they just jump on your back and just crack you this way and that. But it's lovely. It's lovely. Um, guys, I think that's it. I think we've gone I on enough. I think that's it, guys. Um, I bought myself a tripod and a ring light. And actually, I really need you to come over and show me how it works soon. Oh, dear. I'd love to ears. do that. I'd love to do that with what Please. time I have. Please. Guys, thank you. Oh, dear. My ears have gone out. It's the thing. He's... Keep talking. We can hear you. Keep talking. This is, the, this is the problem. The problem is, is that, you know, I feed him and then he just pulls out all my wires. Apparently, the reason why they do that is because in the um, in the womb, they pull out all your um, uh, they pull out all your bits and pieces. That's why it really, really comforts them. That's why, they, you know, there's octopus they give to premature babies. Yeah. Yeah, it's because they, they think it's your umbilical cord. That's why it really comforts them. Do you know this? That's very sweet. I'm not sure. There's a really sweet thing so, by it, but um, in, I like okay. It. In St. Thomas's, I don't. They might do it in other hospitals. They have people that make that knit these octopuses, and they sell them. And it's for the premature babies, and it just comforts them. They pull at all the tentacles because it reminds them of being in the womb, putting on their mother's umbilical cord. Look it up. It sounds like Shizen. It's genuine. Okay, look it up. That and that natural caca wipes. Thanks, Shelley, for that. Too. Yeah, yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you the packet now. I'm Thanks, surprised guys. that I know about it before you. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Please thank don't you. tune out. Yes, and keep please on stay with on. us. And next start of February. We'll be in Feb. We're in Feb. Can't wait. Bring it on. Cannot wait. It's a Valentine's Day, Shirley. Valentine's. Oh, I can't wait. I've got plans. Ciao for oh. now. Ciao. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.